0: That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. <sighs> Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Cintiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent. It'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Centiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing, the bonus episode of the Four Things Podcast where I answer your questions. And I got Chase with me today. It's been a minute since you've been on the podcast, Chase.
1: I know. I think it's been a while. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. I did a coffee chat this weekend. Sometimes I've been doing lives. And by sometimes, I think, I mean, this was my third one, but I've done two on the at Radio Amy account on Instagram and one this last weekend on the at Shop Espoir account. And it's just, I make my coffee and I sit down and I think, oh, I'll just do like 20 minutes on here. And then an hour goes by and I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm still rambling. And surely nobody is still here watching the whole thing. But at least if people get bits and pieces. But one of the questions that was sent in in the live chat was, is everything cool with Chase? I haven't heard him on the podcast recently. And I'm like, oh yeah, Chase is still heavily involved. It's probably just more so me and my schedule and not arranging it with him to like have him on more. Not that you care, but it is helpful, especially in the fifth thing, like having someone to just, bounce things off with. So it's not my voice for the entire time. But anyway, it was funny that they commented that because we had already scheduled to do this. So boom, here you are. All worked out. Mm -hmm. You had people asking about you. It was one person, but (laughs) I'm sure others were wondering as well. So I'm just going to go over. Sometimes Chase reads the email if, if he's on. Sometimes... I don't really know exactly what we always do. We had thought about doing a rapid fire Q&A today with leftover questions from a Q&A box that I put up on Instagram stories the other day, but I realized that if you don't save those questions, they disappear when the story expires. So all the questions are gone. And if someone knows otherwise, if there's a way I can go back into archives, I did go back into archives, but I couldn't see the questions. But if there is a way, y'all let me know cuz I'll go back through and grab a lot of them and Chase and I'll do a rapid fire with the questions because there were so many. It was really cool. I've never done one of those Q&As on Instagram before.
1: actually like flipping through those. So I love when people do them.
0: Oh, I mean, I do too. You get random, useful, helpful information. It's crazy, weird things you can get on Instagram or just updates on things that you were curious about. So I will try to start implementing those into my Instagram life as much as I can. But it takes a lot of time because, of course, it probably doesn't have to take as much time as I made it. But I wanted to find a picture that corresponded with my answer. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why I make everything so difficult so okay today I'm just gonna read the emails Chase is not gonna read them because I forgot to send them to him but then Chase and I will correspond about the emails so the Tuesday episodes always start off with a quote and today's is from Maya Angelou, which Chase I think you'll like this one you may not control all the events that happen to you but you can decide not to be reduced by them meditate on that one for a little bit because it's definitely good. Oh, which reminds me of I'm fine. (laughs) It's fine. Everything is fine because, you know, we're all not nobody's fine right now. But yeah, we don't have to be reduced by whatever it is that we're going through. Like we can come out of this stuff stronger right it's going to take some time but we are working on something chase part of the I'm fine line that's probably unexpected people wouldn't think that this would be part of the I'm fine but it's going to be so good I don't even know if you know about it but I'm just going to drop this tease right here that we have two shop espoir items coming out one in March that I'm so pumped about kind of in relation to my 40th birthday yes I'm turning 40 what up? I can't wait. I'm actually excited about it. I mean, I'm excited about turning 40. I will be honest. I'm not excited about celebrating or having a birthday party. All that stuff just seems weird. Like celebrating in this season of life just is weird for me, to be honest. So I don't I don't know that I really want to. I mean, I but I want to acknowledge it and I would love to be with friends and I'm thankful for friends and family that like want to celebrate and are asking me what I want to do. And I just feel stuck. My response is, I don't really want to do anything, but I do want to come out with this shop as well item because it is going to be awesome. And then the other item that is totally different, but it'll still benefit Haiti. And again, part of the I'm fine line, I don't have an update on that. I need to get with Mary on the timeline, but it's going to take a little bit longer, but we have the bones of it all done. It's just, we got to get it made and figured out. It's cool. Okay. Those are my little teases.
1: You no, know, I was just say that's good tease. I have no, I I know nothing about it. So now I'm super intrigued. Like, what are we going to see in March?
0: Yeah. You're on the edge of your seat right now. I can tell. And also happy gratitude challenge month. It's March 2nd when you're listening to this and our gratitude challenge has started. So no worries if you didn't start yesterday. Our rules are pretty loose. You just join us when you can. Do the best you can at journaling and being intentional about four things every day that you're thankful for, whether you do it in our Espoir Four Things Gratitude Journal or your own journal. We just want you to... Join us in practicing gratitude. And if you do want our journal, like it's not too late, that's still available, radioamy.com. If you don't, you don't. But have you did you start, Chase? Are you doing it with us?
1: Yeah, I have my old journal. I need to get a new one, but I'm doing it on my notes on my iPhone.
0: Oh, so you can type it in. Yeah. I will say I was I encouraged that last time, like wherever you want to do it. But I've heard from so many people and read all these articles about how pen to paper is so powerful.
1: 100%. So
0: I'm sure fingertips to keyboard might be the same ish, but something about just sitting there writing it is therapeutic.
1: I don't know if the new one is quite my style as a guy.
0: (gasps) Oh, oh, but the tie dye was?
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, it's great one. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying for a guy, you know, it's.
0: Yeah, I know. The corals and the pinks might be a bit of a stretch. All right, let's get into email number one, which is from Heather. Hey, Amy, I listened to the latest podcast with Caitlin, as well as the fifth thing from that week. I resonated with your stories on eating disorders, which, side note, this is me talking. Last week, we did focus on that a lot because it was Need a Week, National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, which reminds me that March 8th is National Empowered Women's Day. So we do have an Empowered Women Empower Women pullover, shirt, v-neck, stuff for kids. I just want to let y'all know that we have it because the Shop Forward has an Empowered Women's Fund, which goes towards supporting organizations that work with women and young girls and lifting them up and helping them rise to be the best that they can be. And I forget sometimes that we have that. And Stashira, my daughter, when she was 12, she did the artwork for it. So you still have time. I would say if you're listening to this and you want to get something and maybe get it for your daughter or your best friend, or your coworker, or yourself. Like that might be a cool gift that gives back to empowering women, but you get to represent empowering women. When I interviewed Robin Roberts for the podcast, I wore it and she noticed it right away. And she's like, I love your pullover, that's so cool. And so I loved that I got to brag to Robin that my daughter did the artwork and then also we mailed Robin one. I still haven't seen her wear it online yet, but I mean, I'm sure she wears it all the time. Amber, her sweet Amber wore a Pimpin' Joy. We mailed a whole package. We kind of went a little overboard because we were like, we've got Robin's address. Let's send her everything. Probably embarrassingly sent too much, but we were so excited and we threw in some Pimp and Joy and- all kinds of things. And Robin had posted on her Instagram, like a snow day with sweet Amber and uh, underneath her jacket, you could see the Navy pimp and joy collegiate popping through. And I was so pumped, which also see, this is what happens. I'm trying to read email, but then I think of all these different thoughts. And speaking of pimp and joy, we've raised over $50,000 with our new line that dropped on Friday. We put out sweatpants, which are super cute. They've got hashtag Pimp and Joy down the leg. I love them. They're soft, they're cozy. You won't ever want to take them off. And we put out a tie dye pullover, which unfortunately is sold out. We can't get more. But we did order enough sweatpants because we knew they were going to be popular. And then we added a Forest Green Pimp and Joy Collegiate. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you. Y'all are amazing. We appreciate the support so much. Pimp and Joy is like spread joy, choose joy, be joy, all the joy. And y'all are going to make such a difference with COVID relief because you shopped Pimp and Joy the last few days. So, what up? Okay, let's seriously get back into this email. Okay, Chase. Sounds good. I feel like you should also say something, too, because here I am. I'm like, I want Chase on. I don't want it to just be me. And then here I am rambling over and over. I just feel like I have so much in my head that I want to talk about.
1: I just will say real quickly, going back to the Empowered Women hoodie, I don't think I even told you this, but two weeks ago, I was in the D.C. airport and I saw a girl on the moving sidewalk wearing her Empowered Women hoodie. I thought it was awesome.
0: Did you say like, what up? I love your pullover.
1: I gave him like a fist bump going by.
0: I do that too. I track people down in airports, malls, anywhere. If I see them in anything, pimp and Joy or Four Things, a spa, whatever, I am the obnoxious person. I saw a guy at the mall a couple weekends ago with a Born Year hat on and I walk by and I just say, love your hat. And I'm sure that was a gift from somebody or his wife or maybe his sister or something for his birthday. And he probably has no idea who I am or anything. That was obvious. Because I feel like if they did know, they'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, cool. Love, you know, love what you guys do. This Haiti, what up? Born year. But he didn't. He kind of just looked at me awkwardly. So... Yeah, that's always fun. And then there's always the time that I ran into that guy with a pimp and joy hat in Austin and I was so distracted trying to get his attention that I ran into a tree. You don't know about that?
1: I didn't know about that.
0: Yes, it was years like years ago. Mary and I were walking to do something cuz we were there for iHeart Country Festival and someone walked by in the customized red, white and blue pimp and joy hats that we did one year that are so cool, which I think we maybe will have those for this year for 4th of July. We're I think Mary's working on it, but yeah, walking down the street, downtown Austin and boom, I ran right into a tree. When we talked about it on the Bobby Bone show, like Bobby and Lunchbox, like we have got to get with downtown Austin and try to get that footage. Surely there was a camera somewhere and we tried, but not very hard and we never got the footage. But so back to what Heather was saying. She said, when I was younger, like 14 or 15, a guy that I liked called me chubby I have struggled with eating ever since. I never said I had an eating disorder. I just always said that I had an unhealthy relationship with food. I still struggle to stop treating workouts as punishment. I struggle with that hard. I am learning to be happy with my body, loving who God intended me to be. I have a notebook that I write in often. Notes, quotes, song lyrics, journal entries, and sometimes just doodles. This has been great for my mental health. I want to say that I appreciate you and Caitlin sharing your struggles with the world. One time you mentioned your closet was your space, that you would just shut yourself in your closet and cry, scream, or whatever you needed at the moment. I think that this is right after your children came home. Anyway, you said that, and now I shut myself in my closet when I need a moment. I cry in there, I scream, I pray, I rally myself. It's my safe space. I know that you are going through some things in life right now. I just hope you know that you are contributing to the lives of people. So many people are praying for you and rooting for you. So Heather, thank you for rooting for me and I'm sure you're a champion for others in your life and I'm rooting for you and all of you that are listening. Again, I think everybody's going through some rough stuff. So yeah, all the hugs and prayers and I just appreciate you sending that note because I think it's a perfect reminder why we don't comment on people's bodies and shame on that boyfriend for ever calling you chubby. I mean, really, when I talk about now recently being a champion of not commenting on people's bodies, it's more so about compliments that are actually kind of positive by society standards, but can be harmful. Like, oh, you look so skinny. What are you doing? Have you lost weight? Again, could be harmful. But gosh, you would assume that someone would know that saying chubby would be harmful. And I'm going to give him a pass because he was in high school. But that's just a reminder to us parents to like have conversations with our kids, like make sure that they know what's appropriate to say to someone. Like, let's have these conversations. Let's start young so that when they do get to high school, they're like aware, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't call a girl chubby. What? Chase, any thoughts on this as a young man who was also in high school?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I love the episode with you and Caitlin and everything you've been doing on way that I've listened to has made me more aware of how I compliment and how I talk about things. And I think- As young men, there are things that I think by society standards, we were kind of preconditioned that we thought were acceptable. That as you grow into being an adult man, especially now, you're like, oh, my gosh.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, calling a girl chubby was never,
1: never. But just in general, like the way we speak to one another and how we compliment.
0: Well, and I would say maybe it's not even the chubby comment. It's something else. But how something that we were told as a child when we were 14 literally impacts us to this day still as an adult. Yeah. And just how you know, words matter. And also too, I love that, you know, Heather offers encouragement that she's putting in the work to journal, to, to pray, to rally herself, to find her safe space, wherever that is. Maybe it's your closet, maybe it's your car, maybe it's under your bed. Like, I don't know where you have to go to have your little safe haven where you can just let it all out, but make sure you're doing that for yourself. Like having your safe space is is really important. I think I asked people where their spaces were. It was last fall. And a lot of people said their garage, their car, their closet, their bathroom, whatever. But some pro tips that I got from asking that question was so many people said they hide snacks. <laughs> they hide snacks away in their safe space and i just thought that was such a genius idea because you never know how long you're going to be in there and then that way you can just you don't have to come out like you've got your drinks your drink stash your like a diet coke i don't mean like alcohol but maybe maybe it is a little bit if you're in a healthy place with that. I've also too, alcohol is another thing that I've learned to be like super sensitive about, you know, cause again, you never know what someone else is going through and we casually just throw out alcohol like, oh yeah, just grab a glass of wine, do this, drown yourself, you know, forget about it, relax, unwind. Well, for someone hearing that, that maybe has an unhealthy relationship with alcohol, that might not be good. So just learning as I go and trying to share things with y'all as that comes up. But man, Heather, I'm sorry that, That boy told you that at 14 or 15? Oh, that reminds me. I wanted to read this Instagram DM that I got from uh, Tiffany, I think was her name. And Tiffany Morris, yes, shout out. She sent me a DM from her daily devotional for February 28th from Jesus Calling. And I'm going to read that to y'all right now because this is just encouragement for you knowing your worth and your worth does not come from some 15-year-old boy that called you chubby or insert whatever the statement is here. Uh, what she sent me was stop judging and evaluating yourself for this is not your role. Above all, stop comparing yourself with other people. This produces feelings of pride, inferiority, sometimes a mixture of both. I lead each of my children along a path that is uniquely tailor-made for him or her. Comparing is not only wrong, it is also meaningless. So that's just a reminder, too, because I feel like if somebody says something about you, then you honestly, you could start looking towards others and then you do all this comparing. You're like, well, I guess compared to that person, I am this. Stop. Let's not do that. Right, Chase? Yep. Stop comparing yourself to me. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Just kidding. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer. 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com/amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e.com/amy. You're gonna get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and to ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in HOPE. A friend was over for dinner the other day and you know we were just making conversation around the table asking questions and this friend said to my daughter like hey what's something that makes your mom happy <laughs> and her response without missing a beat was clean countertops wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset especially when the smell is just right and by smell I'm talking about coconut coconut scented Clorox andiva is my go-to and I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. Okay. Email number two is from Emily. Hey girl, hope you're doing well. I love the book recommendations on the fifth thing. I'm also a bookworm and love hearing what everyone else is reading or watching. Have you ever considered doing a book club here or on the Bobby Bone show or the shop forward? Would love to see it. Have a great day, Emily. Uh, Mary and I have talked about maybe Espoir having some sort of book club. I do think it would be good if she reads like really fast. She could probably do something on the shop for it. But I think for both of us, it's like time. Like we both do get to read, but then to to have to be committed to reading something because now we're in a club might be hard. Uh, I will say I'm currently reading Body Keeps the Score, which is nonfiction. I have the physical copy that I'm going through and highlighting things. And then I have the audible download because it's a lot of information, but I highly recommend that book. Have you ever read it, Chase? Oh, it is so good. It'll just help you have a lot of understanding and compassion for people and what the world is going through and just how messed up a lot of things are and how many hurting people are out there and the different traumas that we've been through and digging deep into the why our brain does certain things that then cause us to act in certain ways. It's fascinating. A nonfiction book that I'm dabbling in right now for some light reading is Everything Inside, which I saw as a recommendation speaking of book clubs, was part of Reese Witherspoon's book club. And the author is Haitian and it's like eight fiction stories that take place in Haiti and Miami and all have really different heavy topics, to be honest. So when I say light reading, it's not all light and fun, but it is different than The Body Keeps the Score. So if anything, it's The Body Keeps the Score is allowing me to have compassion for some of the characters in Everything's Inside, even though the characters are not real. And I am not a fiction reader and Everything Inside. I think I said is fiction. And that's just normally not my jam, but I really like it. Do you have any recommendations, Chase?
1: Well, I just purchased Killers of the Flower Moon. I what is that I, I don't know everyone's telling me to read it and i know that scorsese is going to make a movie about it so i'll keep you posted i did read uh the jenna bush book i think it's like everything beautiful in its time If that's not the right title i'm sorry but it's about her grandparents and i love the bush family so it was a good read
0: so do i shout out i went to high school with jenna and barbara and jenna and i ran cross-country together and their family is awesome And I will have to check out her book. I need to read that. Another book that I've talked about here on the podcast a lot is Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which speaking of books turning into something, that is going to be a show on Amazon, which I cannot wait for that. And then Jessica Simpson's book called Open Book, it's being turned into an Amazon show. Can't wait for that. So that's another book recommendation if you haven't read it but Lori Gottlieb, who's the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, she will be on the podcast not this Thursday because this Thursday is Lauren Daigle, but she will be on next Thursday. So really excited for y'all to hear that interview. Okay, so Emily, all that to say, we're probably not going to start a book club here on the podcast or in my personal life officially. If I could figure out a way to like really do it and do it well and then also make sure that I've got the time for it, then, you know, once we get to that point, we'll do it. But for now, I'll just do recommendations here on the fifth thing, or if I can have authors on the Four Things podcast on Thursdays, then we'll kind of work it that way. And then if y'all have any recommendations, please send them my way. I love being able to tell people um, what they can be reading or watching on Netflix or Hulu or Disney or whatever, all the things. Have you watched WandaVision on Disney Plus? Yes. Okay, yeah. Love it. We're, We're big fans here of that as well. All right, next email, email number three is from Holly. Hey Amy, I listened to the episode with Kenzie Todd and I say yes and amen to pre-engagement counseling. My now father-in-law is a marriage and family biblical counselor and he did his master thesis on pre-engagement counseling. So we were kind of guinea pigs. At 21 and 22, I had been dating my now husband for nine months and we went for a walk and he said, don't read into this or anything, but I signed us up to do pre-engagement counseling. We got engaged a few months after finishing the counseling and married three months after that. Many couples that either don't have the skills to navigate marriage or just straight up are not a good pair might start to realize that in the engagement. But once there are rings and deposits and all the planning, most people aren't willing to break it off despite warning signs. Anyway, all that is to say that I 10 out of 10 recommend to any of your listeners who are dating and considering marriage. We just celebrated our 10th anniversary last year, and now we counsel other couples. Thanks for promoting that on the show, which, yeah. Amen, Holly. I love it. I did not do pre-engagement counseling. I did do some premarital counseling. But yes, the episode with Kinsey Todd was great. She's a local entrepreneur here in Nashville that opened up Full Ride Cycle, which is where Kat Defada teaches. She is the host of You Need Therapy podcast and a local therapist here in Nashville. So you can imagine a therapist teaching spin classes, like how motivating and encouraging they are. But Kat is the one that told me, you need to have Kinsey on. And I'm so glad she did because it was a really awesome episode. And I know a lot of people across the country may not know Kinsey. It doesn't matter. You can learn from all kinds of people. I feel like sometimes people look to podcasts to try to hear from a celebrity they like or an expert in this field or the author of this or whatever. But I think also just having on everyday awesome people that are doing things on whatever level, having them on and they can offer little nuggets of wisdom and encouragement and advice. And that is exactly what Kenzie Todd brought to that episode. And I was so thankful. And one of the things, I think it was in the fourth thing, it came up because her and her boyfriend are doing pre-engagement counseling.
1: Yeah. I think some of my favorite episodes you've done are with guests that I didn't know going into the episode. So I love that.
0: So go check that out. You know, I wish I was super organized and I had to where I sa- would say, yeah, go check out Kenzie Todd episode 122. I <laughs> I don't have that with me right now because I'm the worst podcaster, but you can just go into the search engine. Is that what they call it? The search engine on wherever you listen to podcasts and you can just type in Kenzie Todd maybe Kinsey Todd, Amy Brown, and it will come up. Sometimes when I'm looking for specific people that I want to hear, I just type in their name and I can see all the podcasts that they've been on. And I go through and I listen to every single podcast. And I feel like sometimes I hear a repeat, depending on the interview style of the person they're sitting down with, I might learn something new about that person. So this is a little tip. If there's someone that you like, you can search them up. That's what my kids say. Instead of, I say, Google it. My kids go, search it up, mom. Can we search it up? What do you say? Google it. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I guess I just think it's so cute when they say, search it up, mom. Email number four is from Angie. Hey, I don't really have a question, but I have a little story that I think you'll get a smile from. Most nights when tucking my kids into bed, I ask what they are thankful for. My little girl who recently turned four never runs out of things to be thankful for. One night, a few weeks ago, when I asked her what she was thankful for, she said, I'm thankful for your eyes and your hair and your arms and your legs and your tummy and ears and mouth. She doesn't know this, but it really had a profound effect on me. Shortly before she was born, I was going through the hardest time in my life, which led me to be super restrictive with eating. I ended up getting down to a dangerous weight. In the last year and a half, I've really come back from that time. I still have very hard days, but it always helps me to think of her and my son, who is seven. How can my body be wrong if I have arms to hold them and legs to run and play with them and a tummy to eat ice cream with them? That's what they want and need and are thankful for me just the way that I am. I have also found so much help in you and Lisa, so thank you so much for everything you do. You both are really making a difference in people's lives. Thank you, Angie which the Lisa that Angie's referring to is my co-host on Outway, which is our podcast that is dedicated to disordered eating and body image stuff. And a new episode releases every Saturday. So if you have not checked that out, I highly encourage you to do that even if you maybe don't struggle with it, someone in your life is. So it could be interesting to just hear and see what others around you might be going through. So you can be in the know or maybe be on guard because they sneak up on people through different stages in life. So if you can be better equipped to realize some of the signs that are happening, I can't tell you how many notes we get from people that are like, wow, I've just lived this way for so long. I had no idea it was considered disordered eating or that I had an unhealthy relationship. I just thought this is how life was. And honestly, when I think about it, I'm miserable, but I just didn't know there was another way. So yeah, Outweigh, you can search that up, search it up wherever you listen to podcasts and just type in Outweigh and then you'll see an image with Lisa's face and my face and boom, that's how you'll know you're in the right spot. So Angie, thank you so much for that cute story. I know I wasn't really... question, but I think it'll be a story that a lot of people will, yes, they get a little smile from it. And then it's a reminder to them that, yeah, I mean, you have arms to hug your kids. You have legs to run and play. You have a tummy to eat ice cream. It makes me think of my dad. Like my dad's on a feeding tube. He won't ever eat ice cream again. Like that could easily happen to any one of us. That was not supposed to happen to my dad. My dad went in for a surgery where he was supposed to be in the hospital for three to five days. And then you know, there was going to be some care and some physical therapy and working through different things. But no, he ended up in ICU for six to eight weeks or so. It was awful. He coded like flatlined, was brought back. Like, it was just like, when I think back on that time, it was totally, do you not know that story, Chase? No, I don't know that. Oh, my sister and I, well, we were in Austin because we, I was there. I did the show from Austin the majority of the time that my dad was in ICU. And again, wasn't supposed to happen that way. He was supposed to be in and out of the hospital and just something went wrong. And so, yeah, he's never been the same since, but we got a call about four in the morning and my sister and I were sleeping together at her in-laws and I, we were sleeping, I think even in the same bed. So it worked out perfectly. And we're like, okay, got to get up, got to go to the hospital. This is crazy. They're like, yeah, get up here. It's not good when we get off the elevator at the hospital, do you know who was standing there waiting to walk us to my dad's room in the ICU? A chaplain. And you could imagine our hearts sunk and we had already gone through the process of losing our mother. And so our brains just automatically went to, oh my gosh, our dad died. Yep. So my little just advice for hospital staff and hospital chaplains would be, I don't know, don't meet the family right at the elevator. You can let them go realize that their family member is still alive. That, yeah, maybe their family member died for a minute, but, or didn't have, like, coded for a minute. But, I mean, honestly, he was there to comfort us because we didn't know what was going to happen in the next, in the coming hours. Would it happen again? Would he, you know, was there going to be brain damage? Like, all the things. So he was there to comfort us, and he was well-intentioned. But it was just a little scary to have that, like, right off the elevator. So that's just always my tip for... If I have any chaplains listening or hospital staff, <laughs> which Chase, you've done a lot of work in a hospital.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's actually good advice because I, I I can relate at times with a chaplain we've worked with that. It's kind of funny how they're there to bring peace and make you feel good, but it also for some of us triggers like, oh no, something's wrong. So it's kind of a give and take.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. And something was definitely wrong, but of course our brains went to he's died because that's how it is in the movies. The chaplain, the chaplains, call the chaplain. Get the family up here. So I don't even know how I started talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad can no longer eat ice cream. And he didn't know that that was going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Like right now you have your your arms and right now you have your tummy and right now you have your legs, but you don't know what the day holds. So like be thankful for it in the moment. That's one thing I went over in my coffee chat too was how in the back of our gratitude journal, we have all these prompts Because I think some days we do feel stuck and we don't really know how to figure out what we're thankful for. And we put a bunch of just questions in the back that are simple questions of like, hey, you know, did you talk to an old friend today? Did your favorite podcast upload? Was it four things with Amy Brown? Just kidding. (laughs) We don't have that listed in there, but we do have the podcast thing. Like, did you get to binge your favorite TV show? Did you find a new book to read that you love? Do you have a washing machine? Do you have a dryer? Because, you know, I mean, sometimes it's like the little things. Do you have clean water? Were you able to take a shower today? I mean, think about that. Some people don't have a washing machine. Some people don't have clean water. Some people did not have access to a shower today. Do you have a bed? Stuff like that. It just really, I mean, from like silly to big, like, did you get to drink a Diet Coke today? Cause you never let yourself have them. I, I cut out Diet Cokes for lots of reasons. Cause they don't make me feel good, but occasionally I still have one and man, they're good. Oh, they are so good. Mary's about to have her year anniversary of no Diet Coke, but that was per her doctor because of her TMJ and inflammation. Like She would have a Diet Coke and a heartbeat, but hers is more of a health thing. And she doesn't even know for sure if it's working, but her headaches have been less. She was so miserable, she would try anything. Chase drinks something that I disapprove of, but mainly because I think it's going to give him a heart attack. What is it that you drink?
1: Uh, It's C4. It's a pre-workout, like before I lift.
0: Yeah, but have you ever seen yourself on a C4? Because you met up with me one time after you drank a C4, and it was almost like you were on something.
1: I think you were reading into it a little too much.
0: No, but I worry about your heart and all the things. And (laughs) needless to say, I don't think C4 will ever be a sponsor here on the podcast, but Diet Coke could maybe be one day or Thin Mints. I only say that. Not that it will be, but I used to have such a strict list of who I would and wouldn't endorse for. Like it was a big deal for me last year to say yes to Milano cookies. And I love Milano cookies. But I was excited that I was able to say yes to it because back in my disordered eating days, I wouldn't have allowed myself to tell people to eat Milano cookies. But it's the restriction that causes like the binging. The more you restrict and tell yourself you can't have that kind of stuff, then that's the more when you fall off the wagon mentality that you just eat all the Milano cookies. This would have been my thing. I would have been like, okay, no, I could never endorse Milano cookies or Diet Coke. But then on a day that I was having more of a binge mentality because I was going to start my diet the next day, I would have eaten all the Milano cookies and gone and had a Diet Coke and then done whatever. But then no way would I endorse it on my podcast. And so now I'm just thankful to be in a healthy place where, yeah, if I want a freaking Milano cookie or an Oreo, I'm going to have it. And I want to be able to endorse that so that people can have it too. It's so crazy. I used to do endorsements too for juice cleanses, and now I won't. I can still do endorsements for a juice company, but I don't want to promote a three-day cleanse. Like, If you want a green juice, yes, a green juice has things to offer your body, and there's nutrients, and I do think there are benefits to that. But now I would drink a green juice and eat food. I'm not going to encourage anybody to go three days with no food and only consume juice. Does that make sense? Total sense. Okay, I guess that's a wrap on today's episode. <laughs> Chase, I just feel like even just having you here to look at while I'm rambling helps me. So, hey, made
1: day, so this was good.
0: All right. And then next time, well, my sister's coming down this week. So maybe she'll do next Tuesday's fifth thing with me or we'll record something together. But then maybe the following one after that, Chase, is we can do the rapid fire q and I'll put up a Q&A on Instagram. I'm at Radio Amy. And if you're not following me, Chase is at Chase Lock underscore. And Locke is L-O-C-K-E. Shout out in case you want to give him a follow. <laughs> and then I'll put a Q&A thing up there. We'll capture the questions and then we'll do the rapid fire Q&A. And then also I run the Shop account. So follow that at Shop And then Mary, the shop forward is back to where like nobody's seeing her posts. It's crazy. I don't even know what's happening. The algorithm is so bizarre. And that's like the main way. She has way more followers than Espoir. Like she's gathered quite a big following over at the shop forward. And I think people like knowing what she's putting out and how they can have something cute that gives back. And people are not seeing her posts and her views and her stories. You know how you can see how many people have viewed. They are way down. Like a small percentage of people are even seeing it. And we don't know why. So if you're missing her posts and you follow her and you want to see her, I think I heard that if you start a DM conversation with anyone, their stories will start to pop back up in your feed because I guess Instagram starts to see like, oh, you're DMing with this place. So clearly you want to talk to this person or see what they're up to, blah, 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 blah. And while we're throwing out Instagram handles, since my sister is about to come in town, I will throw out her coffee shop handle at root house co and my sister and her husband are working on something that's so cool i think maybe we've told y'all actually they came on the podcast last year and said did they say how they're filming a tv show
1: they they like hinted around it yeah
0: oops i don't know if it's a hint or they dropped that but yeah they are it's gonna be crazy so follow their coffee shop if anything happens you never know
1: I'm really excited about it. I'm a big Christie fan.
0: Anytime I'm wondering what to do on the podcast, he's like, have your sister on. I think you should have your sister on. Where's Christie? What's Christie doing? Let's have Christy on. She's awesome. Let me call Christy. So, okay, guys, that is really the end of the episode. If you are listening this long, well, then you're my favorite. <laughs> All right, namaste. See you Thursday. Lauren Daigle will be on. So yeah, you have that to look forward to. Whoop, Bye. <laughs> they are, and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate,